Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Jolla Speaks. Today I'm going to be speaking about something very dear to my heart and it's about my beloved country Nigeria, the country I so love. I so love. I genuinely and truly love Nigeria and I'm very hopeful for Nigeria as a country to turn around. Nigeria is a very blessed country. It's a very blessed country. And if I just go go down memory lane to think about my beloved country, we are full of gifted people, talented people, people that are driven, right? Even when you look across the world, Nigerians are amazing people. We have we are we have so much, we are blessed with so much natural resources. We are blessed with a wonderful, beautiful cultural heritage. And one thing about Nigeria is we pray. And now we, we are we are now in the in the era of exporting our prayer culture, our prayerfulness to the world to see. We have top key pastors in, in Nigeria going global with prayer chains every day and, and prayer altars. It is amazing. Nigeria is so blessed is so blessed but one thing that has plagued nigeria for the longest of time is leadership leadership and i'm not just speaking about the presidential or the gubernatorial leadership i'm thinking about even to local governments the senates legislatures every area and form of leadership and that's one area that is extremely key even with all this amazingness of the of the of the country the giants of africa and so now it's time for elections, elections to choose the next leaders for our nation in for the next four to eight years. We have the presidential elections going on on the um, 25th of February on Saturday and the gubernatorial elections going on on the 11th of March. And you have Senate and a few others going on at the same time in, in each of them. And I must say, I have, I have been praying, I have been... I felt a burden in my heart to pray for my country. I was on Instagram on Tuesday and I stumbled on a prayer about to me praying for Nigeria. And literally, I felt a burden in my heart just, just in a mount on me that keep praying for this country. And I've been praying. And I know people around me have been praying as well. But, but God just took absolute control, not just for the elections and it going smoothly, but for the next four to eight years of leadership right that the person that god has chosen ascends the throne and only him and or her and every throne not just the the, the main throne but every throne in every leadership you know position in nigeria and align us into the path god has planned and proposed for us that has been my prayer um i've been asked a lot of times who would you vote for you know or who should i vote for and i i i, I smile because my answer is always vote for the who the Lord has, you know, proposed in your heart to vote for. Not what's in your mind, not not what you are thinking of, not what you believe or the person you should vote or the person you think would win, but vote for the person that God has put in your heart to vote for. I think in many cases when people ask those questions, they already know the answer, but they're finding it hard to accept that that's the answer. That um they should do or, or do what they do. So I implore you, right? This time, listen to your heart. 
listen to the Holy Spirit talking to you regarding who to vote for. Because bear in mind, he has walked through the next eight years of our lives, even before we and um, before we were born. So he knows what the next eight years of our life will be if we choose the person he has ordained us to be to, to choose. And he knows what the next eight years of our life will be if we choose the wrong person. He knows everything. He's, he has given us that choice, that power to do what we should do. But again, let's listen and obey what the Holy Spirit is saying to us, especially at this time. At this time. And yes, I will say, please vote. Voting is your power. Voting is your power. It is important to vote. That's the one thing you can do. Yes, we are praying, we are interceding, we are fasting. But if you don't go and vote, what's the point? You have that power in your hand. Use it and vote for this for for the, for the next president and vote for the for the next leaders of our country. I am so amazed and impressed at at the massive shift, the massive the the new awakening that's happened recently in terms of of um, these elections. Even me that I normally don't get involved in these conversations, I actually got involved. I'm like, yes, it's time. We need we need we need change, and I'm so impressed. I am super, super impressed about how people have woken up. Thankful for that because that's very important to align you know, the, to the purpose that God has planned and put for our nation. I remember a few years ago, um, on the 20th of October 2020, where there was a, this massive, you know, um, SARS, um, NSARS protest and a number of people were killed. And that, that was probably one of the saddest days I had in the country for in a long time because they were killed for because they were just protesting, you know, just civilians with, with no arms. It was a very painful incident. And I think all those things have kind of built up this awakening in all of us, especially in the youth. And I'm so impressed and thankful for that. And I pray that, you know, as this awakening has happened, that God will give us the grace. God will give us the strength to do what he wants us to do and not be swayed by what we may see or swayed by what we may hear but only do what god has asked us to do in jesus name amen and so yes what we have to do is to pray and also to vote and i want to give a story in the bible that, that just shows that god works in amazing ways in ways that we, co- we we cannot really phantom we cannot really understand and so because you may think well if i vote and i pray will it make a difference and i tell you yes it makes a difference it definitely makes a difference because you have done what god has asked you to do let him do the rest the main work is not by you the main work is by god the actual real work is really by god and i want to give you i want to give you an example in the bible that that, that I, I read this evening and it's the story about the four lepers in the bible so the four lepers were very hungry and this story is from second kings 7 verses 3 to 20. i'll just quickly summarize and um, what's about so there were four lepers that were very hungry and and they were they were going to die they, they were that hungry right and obviously they were lepers so they were out uh, they, they were outcast right and so they thought perhaps we go into the city and and then they were like oh well if we go to the city we'll still die uh, and then in that same period, there was currently a war between the Syrians and the Israelites. And the Syrians had camped close to where the Israelites were because, you know, they had plans to, you know, um, battle. And so these, these um, four lepers, these four outcast people, decided to go 
to the camp of the Syrians. And they thought, you know, if 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 they let us leave, we will leave. If they kill us, they will die. They were they were that that hungry. And so they, they arose and went to the camp of the Syrians. And when they got there, surprisingly, what did they see? And just imagine when one is preparing for war, you are there at camp, your eyes are, are open wide, waiting for any form of movements, you know, to really see who he is. So you are always on alert. But then they go get to the camp of Syria, the, the Syrians, and it is empty. It has been deserted. There's nobody there. And they are wondering what's happening. They left all their belongings and they ran. They fled away. Everything that they had was there, but they themselves were not there. And they were now wondering what's happening. Anyway, these um, four lepers, what kind of there was food now. They went, they lodged, they ate food, ate, ate very well. They um, um, drank very well. They even got up, took, took a few of those people's belongings and went back to Israel, to, to, sorry, to, to, the, to the Israelites. I went back to their camp and they thought, oh, hmm, that's interesting. Let's not um, just enjoy this alone. Let's go and tell the king that we've gone, gone to the camp of Syria and this is what, what has happened. So they went to tell the king about it. The king sent men and then they found out that that was true. And the story is, is um, continues from there. Now, let me tell you what I want to point out here. You see, in verses um, 7, sorry, in, in, uh, in verses 6 and 7, it says, for the Lord had caused the army of the Syrians to hear the noise of the chariots and the noise of horses, the noise of a great army. So they said to one another, Look, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to attack us. Therefore they arose and fled at twilight and left the camp intact. Their tents, horses, donkeys, and fled for their lives. Now, just imagine that the lepers did not go to the camp of Syria. The Israelites would not have known that they had gotten victory. So you may think, oh, my vote does not count. Um, <laughs> imagine you are the leper and, and you just sat there and that you have, they, they would have still died in where they were. But, but by going up, they got all they wanted and more. And who did the main work? It was God, because God was the one that made the Syrians hear a sound that was not existent and made them run. These are the miracles of God. You, all you have to do is just vote and pray. That's it. The main work is done by God. The same way he did, he did the work here with, with these um, um with these four lepers. Just imagine an army, you know, army, they are, they are ready to fight. They are running. They are like, no, 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 this is too much. Because God caused them to hear his sound. That's the God we serve. We, we, we have no idea how things would work and how things would pan out. But what we can do is to do what we are, God has asked us to do. Vote and pray. Full stop. Leave the rest for God. Leave the main work. The main work for the Lord to do. Just do, do your own path. And let God, you know, do the rest. All I keep thinking is, if these four lepers did not get up, these these people that were out that, 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 that were you know in outskirts of Israel were not allowed to mix with people. If they did not go, if they if they were not hungry to go to the camp of the Syrians, the Israelites would not have known that they had gotten victory. Just think about it. They would not have known they had gotten victory. We have God, God had already done the work. 
all they have to do was to show up and see what God has already done. So please, on on, on Saturday, the twenty fifth of, of February or eleventh of March, in in, in in wherever you're voting for, just remember, just show up, show up, and let God do the main work. I hope this blesses you. I hope it encourages you to please vote and vote for who God has, has, has asked you to vote for and let him do the main work about this voting um, conversation. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. I will speak to you again tomorrow. Bye. And I love you.